Of the Slash Sedatarium. I'm your host, Troy, and today we are talking about Black Summer. It is episode four. Now, of course, as you remember from last episode, our crew lost a member as Ryan was murdered, um, and uh, may have lost a second one as Lance was left behind. Uh, we also know, of course, that we lost Barbara. And that uh, William and Son are holed up in a diner with uh, Carmen, Manny, and I forget the guy's name at this point, but another dude. Uh, so we start the episode off with the title card, Go East. We see Son look out the back door and walk a few steps out of the building. William then appears behind her, and then they hear Barbara and Marvin yell at them, and then they get chased back inside the diner. So William and Son head over to the booths. And we do see Carmen and Manny in the booth and another man at the counter. So that is the only time we're going to check in with any other characters because this episode is all about the unluckiest motherfucker to ever be on screen. We get the title card alone. And he's going to be that way the rest of the episode because Lance wakes up on the floor of the school. You know, know, because the rest of the crew just up and left him, of course. Now, right off the bat, we don't get a good semblance of how long he's been out, um, but we will in a second. So Lance tries the door but finds it locked. So he walks away, and instead of going out to the doors that are right in front of him, he decides to go up the stairs. Uh, He tries another set of doors, and these open. He walks into the library. So Lance finds himself a good book to read and settles in for a magical journey. Uh, his quiet reading is interrupted however, by the sound of Ryan getting shot. So now we understand the timeline here. He's only been out for a couple minutes. Maybe two or three minutes at top. So, actually accurate to what happens when you get knocked unconscious. You should not be unconscious for an incredible amount of time like we see in movies because you will get brain damage. So, uh, clearly having a concussion, he gets... He doubles down on his reading adventure, okay? He tries to read even harder, which I don't know how you can do that, but he does. Uh, we can hear Spears missing a few shots as he tries to kill Ryan again. Uh, Lance decides it might be time to leave this fine establishment. Somehow, he finds a ladder that takes him directly to the roof. Who built this school? You... There was, like, no door or anything that he had to open to find this ladder. It's just in the middle of the hallway, like you realize students are going up there to smoke, right? And probably finger each other. Like, what is wrong with you? So he manages to come out of the roof, and we see a few jets flying off in the distance. Uh, another few jets fly over the school, and they wind up scaring Lance. Uh, so this is the this is going to be the classic case of the rest of our crew is clearly going at the side door with Earl. Earl? Yeah, Earl. And Lance is going to go out the front, and they're not going to, at any point in time, interact with each other at all. Or even realize that, like, each other are alive. Because remember, at this point, Lance has heard a bunch of gunfire 
and probably assumes that everyone else is dead but him. And of course, our other crew don't even seem to care that Lance is not with him at all at this point. So Lance decides to try his hand at climbing down the side of the school. So he somehow manages to make it from a upper roof to a lower roof without falling on his ass. He then tries to climb the rest of the way to the ground and immediately falls on his ass. He is now in the front of the school. So yes, they go out the side door. He doesn't quite go out the front door, but he goes out the front. Off in the distance, we can hear the kids yelling, and we hear a gunshot, and we turn around and see that all the kids are now on the roof, so clearly they have put the, uh, the little stone in the door, and have climbed up onto the roof, and we see the man who we had seen held captive with Lance before, the guy with the bag over his head, falls from the roof, and the kids cheer as the now zombie buddy chases Lance off. Okay, here's the issue now, kids. You don't get to see what happens. Like, you just, like, oh boy, I hope that zombie gets, like, what was the point of this? Like, you had clear shot of just killing fucking Lance. Whatever. Lance, who has amazing cardio for being a, dare I say it, similar to my body type, manages to outrun this thing before he jumps a fence. Zombie blows through the fence Kool-Aid Man style, and somehow Lance has his entire hand soaked in blood. I don't know if there was a scene cut here or not, but, like, here's what happened. Lance manages to fall on his ass. His hand is fine. He runs through a fence. Didn't seem like he did anything to his hand at that point. He then, like, runs and leaps a fence... And that's when his hand is all fucked up. So he cut it on the fence? Like, I don't know. It was weird. <sighs> yeah. And depending on when you notice his hand is all co all covered in blood, like, my wife, when I was watching this, was like, did he get bit? And I was like, I don't think, I don't think the zombie ever got close enough to bite him at, at that point. But, yeah. So clearly he just somehow cuts his hand, and it doesn't, it doesn't make any bit of difference to the story the rest of the way. It doesn't hamper him at all. Lance is able to yet again outrun this thing, and he gets away from the zombie, but his leg starts to cramp up. So he slows to a walk and checks his cut-up hand. We see that the neighborhood he is in is deserted. Which is fine. We know that, like, they are walking through an area that was um, evacuated, but we also know there was a shit ton of people left behind. Where did they all go? Where are all the zombies, too? Like, that's the whole point of this whole like evacuation thing is that like there's zombies around and we know there's one for sure chasing him we know there is the female from the first episode that we met Lanson um don't see her anywhere around uh whoever she wound up eating on the ground he's probably running around here somewhere too like where is everybody we get the title card dog Lance strolls up to a business, but the doors are locked. Shucks, if only there was some way to get into a, a business when you don't have any cops around, and clearly all of them are evacuated. It's too bad. I guess I'll just have to look through these thin little windows that they have and glass doors, and I'll just try the next one. And he does. He tries another one and finds that also locked and decides... Oh, nothing I can do about it. Shucks. Guess I'll just uh, 
keep what oh I, I stumbled on the stone by my foot someone should really pick those up yeah, it's a good thing that everyone locked up before evacuating you know you find it so often that you know in, in evacuation situations that people like really tend to be like hold on a second I, I haven't locked every single one of my car doors and I haven't locked every one of the doors front and back of my establishment so yeah uh, he finds a car but the tire is I guess in the process of getting removed so I don't know if that's like a uh, they were in the middle of changing the tire when they got eight but like there's no other tire or if it was like somebody was like I'm gonna steal this tire and he, and he gets it all the way off and his buddy's like dude we don't have a car like why why are you stealing a tire and the guy's like oh yeah that's right I don't have a car all right well let's keep going I'll just I'll just leave this tire here next to the car and you know this was a dumb idea to begin with so Lance decides to yell at the top of his lungs which is a smart move because, you know, zombies don't speak English, so they wouldn't be able to tell what he was saying. So they clearly weren't, wouldn't be like, I'm going to come and go bite that guy who's yelling because I don't understand what he's yelling. He tries the door of a car, but, you know, finds that that one is also locked. And then finally finds a car that has an unlocked door. He gets in and the most cliche thing possible happens. The keys are in the visor. If anybody out there, anywhere, has ever left their car unlocked and the keys in the visor, please tell me. Please go to my Twitter. Please, you know, just somehow inform me that this is something that actually can possibly happen. Because, like, in the 80s, I understand yeah this is probably happening you know people will just be like whatever no one's going to steal my car everyone is awesome it's 2019 and i know that we haven't really established what year this is happening in but it's clearly at a point where like people don't do that anymore right like if you if all of your doors are locked on the houses you're trying to get into they're clearly not leaving their car keys in their car in the visor oh but don't worry because cliche thing number two happens, the car won't start. Uh, while he's trying, we do see that his zombie, zombie buddy has inexplicably caught up to him. So, I don't know if, like, zombie vision includes, like, where you can see the footprints of somebody that you're following, or if he just has, like, a radar strapped to him, or what, but how did this fucking zombie find him here? This is the exact same zombie. Like, I would have been, like, I would have been fine if it was a different zombie, but it's the same fucking zombie that chases him through this entire episode. <sighs> Somehow, though, him trying to start the car doesn't alert the zombie to his presence in that car. I guess, you know, he wasn't screaming at the top of his lungs, so the zombie was just like, Oh, I hear a car, but it's not a person. I can't eat a car. So Lance exits the car, and thankfully his zombie buddy was off taking a piss because Lance sees a dog running down the street and calls to it. The dog proceeds to tell him to fuck off. So Lance starts off down the road and again sees another building. This one is a grocery store. It's a good thing that the power is still on though because the automatic door is open right up for him and he goes, hey, this looks like a great secure facility to go into. You do realize that that door will also open for the zombie, right? 
Like, those things don't check for a pulse. Somehow, this store is fully stocked, and not a single person has touched it. Let's, let's try to think about this logically. Okay. I, I lost power in my house for a 24 hour period and the stores were fucking jam-packed with people around here trying to get ice and other essential items because they thought like they, we could be out of power for a while. These people, which we clearly saw in the first episode, were informed and they know that there are zombies out there were informed that there were going to be an evacuation process. Not a single person went to the grocery store. And now, after that evacuation process went south, not a single person has gone to the store and been like, we should grab some food. Let's eat the perishable stuff first, because obviously that's going to go first. And, hey, here's a bunch of free things. Like, we literally had a moron run a dude off the road for gas, even though there were a ton of cars on the side of the road. Probably full of gas. But they never thought, I'm going to go to Marvin's Discount Groceries and stock up on food. Like, come on. Really? So Lance starts to shop, and I do mean shop, as in he grabbed a cart, put a bunch of items in the cart, including Miller Lite, hashtag Milwaukee Proud, and then he proceeds to place some of the items onto the register to check out. Because this seems like a perfect time to fuck around. Uh, he realizes that I got a couple of cans of beans, but I don't have a can opener. Now, thankfully, he goes back and grabs a manual one, not like one that has to fucking plug into the wall, when his zombie buddy comes in to get some Zima. Of all the grocery stores to go into, he chooses the one that Lance goes into. Like, yeah. At some point in time, the writers need to be like, does this make sense? And my answer is no. Like, there has been nothing at all to tell us that, like, these zombies hunt by smell, which, like, okay, maybe he can smell. No, nothing, nothing of that. They've pretty much just been like, I hear things, I see things, I'm gonna try to eat things. But somehow this thing is just like, I have a fucking, like, sixth sense for where this motherfucker's gonna be. Now, just to remind you all, Lance is in a fully stocked grocery store, meaning there are most likely knives. There's definitely a mop somewhere in the facility that you could fashion into a weapon. There are all other assorted types of weapons and items that you can find in a grocery store. Even one that's not like, here's everything you need for a thing. Like, even the smallest grocery store has a fucking set of steak knives or something like that. He decides he's going to chuck a couple of cans of beans at this thing as soon as it runs at him. So Lance runs out the back of the store and his buddy follows. I don't know who is more branded at this point. And I like Lance. I like this character. Why they make him so fucking dumb? So they wind up getting, er, Lance winds up getting chased into a, um, parking lot that has school buses in it. We're not back at the school, mind you, but we have found more school buses. And I say more buses because there's four fucking random school buses in this parking lot, but yet there was like four or five school buses at the school. It's all or nothing, dude. Either they're all the school, or they're all here, where they obviously leave them when they're not in use. 
You can't do half and half, man. Doesn't fucking make sense. Alright. We get a little Zombo shake and bake as uh, Lance tries to circle around a uh, school bus, but Zombo runs to the other side of it. They do this stupid little dance for a little bit before Lance decides that he's going to run up on top of the bus. He lays down and decides to take a nap. We get the title card. Thank you. Lance wakes up to complete silence, so surely his zombie buddy must have left by now. Now again, we don't know how long of a time has passed, but we know enough that the zombie has stopped making noise. So Lance looks over the side of the bus and he finds no zombie, which is weird because that's exactly where he left him to. He checks the other side of the bus, no zombie. Lance crawls to the back of the bus and oh, there he was, you little rascal. So this is the perfect opportunity for Lance to noisily move to the front of the bus in order to escape. And he proceeds to slide down onto the hood, he gets his foot onto the tire, but Zombie Friend is waiting for this opportunity and he runs after him. And this time, inexplicably, has learned how to climb as well because he jumps right up onto the top of the bus with Lance. Lance then jumps to the neighboring RV and falls right through the roof. Not a good ad for whatever brand of RV that was. Anyways, so Zombie Friend followed Lance up on top of the bus. He didn't do it the first time, whatever reason. Obviously, he had enough time to sit there and contemplate, like, if he does it again, I'm going to try to figure out how he makes those little legs pump like that to be able to get up on there. And then he did. And then once Lance jumps over, he goes, shit. Like, what, what do I do with these, these, these legs of mine in order to propel me into that? You know what? Never mind. I'm just going to climb back down. Because, again, I'm a zombie. I'm going to climb back down, and I can see there's a door on that thing. I'm heading for that door, even though Lance didn't go through the door. He went through the top. So Lance gets up, tries to go out the door. Zombie friend's there. So he then proceeds to run out the back window of this thing. Zombie friend follows him through and jumps out the back window as well. It's a little inconsistent in terms of what the zombie can and can't do. But yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, so Lance proceeds to throw on the afterburners yet again, and he makes his way into a nearby fire station. So a uh, place that sells handguns and sewing needles locked up tight fire station completely unlocked this time lance actually moves something in front of the door uh then we see that he is in the garage area so there's a couple of fire trucks and fire uh, engines and there's overhead garage doors and of course <laughs> that third one is halfway up so we can hear zombie buddy outside and we see he gets in front of that door that's half up hasn't quite figured out that he can just, you know, bend over and get inside there. Uh, so Lance goes into the office area of the firehouse. He tries an outside door, but it's locked. Somehow. Why is, why is a door to the outside that's inside of a building locked? Somebody locks the firemen, sorry, fire people, firefighters, in the firehouse? Whatever. 20 minutes into the episode and Lance finally grabs a legit weapon as he pulls an axe off the wall. So, zombie friend has clearly made it inside the building now. 
Lance runs back into the garage area, so we yet again see that he failed to close a door between him and the zombie. He pulls back to take a swing at the zombie with the axe. As he does, the axe gets stuck in a rack behind him, because Lance is not only unlucky, but the dumbest motherfucker alive. Lance somehow, despite a zombie standing in front of him, dekes around him, slides out from under the fucking door, and escapes yet again. As he's running, he sees somebody standing in the middle of the road. Lance yells at him, but the guy doesn't seem to do much to help him. Lance runs into... It's either a library or a VHS store. It's very dark in this scene. I was trying to figure out what they were. I don't know that either exists. I shouldn't say library, a bookstore. Or a store that sells VHSs for some reason. Uh, the zombie somehow gets stuck in the entryway. And uh, Lance hides behind a rack. The zombie then manages to get inside, uh, tries to sniff around for Lance, or he's checking his radar screen, I don't know. But we hear somebody else enter the, the store, fires a gun twice, um, but he seems to miss. Uh, there's a scuffle, and then the person slams the zombie to the ground and beats it to death with an object that we don't see. Lance comes around to see how the guy is doing, and he says that he has been bit. Lance grabs a tiny rock off the table and says thank you, and then murders the guy. And that is episode four. So Lance is still alive. He is the unluckiest and luckiest person alive. Somehow. I don't know. Don't fucking at me. Again, I love I, I like this series a lot. Okay? I like Lance a lot. He's a fun character this episode made him look like a moron and i know he's supposed to be a moron i get that but like the series of events that happen in this thing the unlikelihood of most of these events happening it's it's really stretching stretching my ability to like buy into the show as being like a realistic portrayal of like a zombie apocalypse but and that's episode four thank you again for joining me I'll be back again for episode 5 soon. Hopefully I'll be able to get these out a little bit sooner. It's been a little crazy with uh, my full-time podcasting gig over at the Rundown Wrestling Podcast Network. But thank you for joining me, and we'll see you again.